Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is up? Welcome back to Under the Rim, the Drinking Bros Sports College Basketball Podcast. We've been away for a minute because of... I was going to uh, say, we do it every, you know... Month? Whenever yeah, we feel like whenever it. we can. Uh, there were some travel and medical issues that kind of... keep saying medical issues. Kick this thing around. It's like not, a, not true. Strength issues? Yeah, just strength issues <laughs> of your baby. <laughs> he figured you classified it that way. He's really sweet off air. He just wished me a happy birthday. Tried to give me a hug. I said that was stupid. I would never do that, no. <laughs> this is actually the, the first time I've talked today, which is fun. It's like noon. We're recording it right now. It'll go out later. You it's haven't spoken until now. I live alone, so I don't. You, really. How long have you been here? I, your, I pulled up your truck was already here. Were you just sit in the bathroom for an hour? No, I just have my uh, AirPods in. Jesus Christ. Just listening to music. You don't talk to yourself ever? In my head. But not out loud as well. Like you're no. just like, oh, gonna get a sandwich, and then you're like, you're like, no, going even, to the fridge to get me a sandwich. You know, I like, don't even really talk to my dog. You don't talk to your. I talk like to my dog all the time. Yeah, my okay. dog will like bother me, and I'm like, what do you want, Jack? Go away, Leo. You all right? You doing good? I'll like give him commands and shit. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I'll just, not just talking to him. I will just have actual one sided conversation. A lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. Keeps you sane. Especially when you live alone. Yeah. But yeah. you are just, you're like on, you're like in Aaron Rodgers' dark room. I just got back from my darkness retreat. That's yeah. Right. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a silence. Every, every evening. Every is a day silence. is a darkness retreat for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <coughs> that's a little grim, but <laughs> I like to start the show on a grim note. Have to. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's we can talk about something uh, more uplifting like uh, Alabama basketball right now. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, an Alabama basketball player uh, turns out is guilty of shooting the game-winning shot against <laughs> yeah. South Carolina. The heat is in the hat. The heat was goddamn right. It was in the hat. Uh, what's it's Miller, right? Is it Brandon, Brandon Miller? Yeah, yeah. Then uh, probably the way, a lot of people are saying top five, top ten NBA prospect. Yeah, and the NBA scouts are like, we're good. Oh, it's hilarious to see people on like Twitter and stuff not even acknowledge it. Like Kevin O'Connell and like yeah. some of the big NBA draft guys. Like we're good. They're just like, oh, what a fucking game by Brandon Miller. Like, oh, yeah. Honestly, no, let's, what let's he... just completely not address <laughs> right. the elephant in the room. I Look, not to sound wildly racist here, but like how many players in the NBA have done something similar to that? 
handed a gun to a sketchy guy who like left it in his car or something like. I mean, Gilbert Arenas was bringing a gun like just loose in his bag to fucking pretty the sure locker room. He, pretty sure he aimed it at a few teammates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our and, good friend Gilbert Arenas. And honestly, I'm not convinced that Jokic didn't kill someone with an AK-47 when he was an 11 year old. Probably out of necessity, but. Yeah, that was more of just like a kind of probably a freedom fighter yeah. type situation. Yeah. Like, I just, this is... Jokic's brothers at least have killed people. Jokic's brothers have murdered. Yeah. They have ta- one of them has taken a life, un- undeniably. Mm-hmm. Eh, well, we just kind of pick and choose what we get upset about. I'm not really... I think he should be able to play until evidence comes out that... He didn't do anything! He's involved <gasps> directly, I guess. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's, it wasn't his gun, right? No, it was the other guy's gun. He just give uh, weird to hold somebody else's gun. Well, the story was that he didn't know. Like the guy left it in the car and didn't really tell him. Okay, I, I've actually had this scenario with me too. So it's like, <laughs> shit, man. Like, please don't keep your gun in my car. I mean, I would not like to get popped with your gun. That right is not registered to me. I'd be pissed if I was like, I don't want a gun that's not mine in my car. I know a lot of our fans are. Uh, ex-military or cops or whatever, just gun owners in general. And that's all well, like, they probably think I'm, like, overreacting here. But let me just say this, like, if it's not my gun, yeah. I don't want it rattling around. In I am pro-gun, but I want it to be my gun. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, same. Same. I don't need some random gun in my car. I don't need that. It's gotta be my gun. I don't need that smoke. No! You know? <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, that's, the whole story's wild, but yeah, I think, how do you think this affects because it's not just him there's like two other dudes now like on the periphery of that story as well there's got to be more details that are gonna come out right like it's gonna well they have a lot of information because smart boy has a dash cam are they waiting for the uh tournament to pass or now if you are an alabama rival or you catch out you think you're maybe you're like an eight seed like duke because duke's gonna be in but they're probably gonna be a shitty seed yeah do you try to like because duke's so they're just they they're there yeah this year yeah are they do you like try to drop info <laughs> before your game like the night before just have something drop yeah perhaps uh but if i'm alabama i'm definitely sweeping this under the rug completely until maybe we get bounced or they have a natty. chance to win a natty like legitimately mm-hmm. how piss what if they win a natty and then like four of their players get popped just you know indicted <laughs> That's like the Baylor dream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, kind of the, the comp here, right? It's the only thing closest in college basketball that's happened in recent memory was... That's what caused Scott Drew to go to Baylor. Yeah. It was before uh, Baylor covered up a pretty much a teammate murdering another teammate. Yeah. And what was funny about that at the time? What was it, like the late 90s? It was, no, no, probably early. early. It's whenever, it was like right before Scott Drew got there. Okay, early yeah. 2000s. I remember thinking at the time, because the Big 12 at that point was maybe six years old. The Big 12. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking at the time, like, I wasn't even in college yet, so I wasn't really familiar with the teams that were like bottom of the barrel in conferences. I was like, Baylor? I was like, yeah, I know. This, this yeah, like I a, paid no mind. I was like, that's like a mid-major or something like that. Like, who cares? I mean, Especially growing up in Philly. It's like... Villanova matters. Right. St. Joe's matters. Now Baylor's Temple a major brand. Like, yeah. still a t- smallish school, but, like, they're fucking big. Like, everyone knows who Baylor is. Mm-hmm. But at the time, 
And it, what, what would be? I'm trying to think of what the equivalent now would be like if St. Mary's players murdered each other or something. You're like, oh yeah, just what? some weird Aussie stuff. Yeah, <laughs> an Australian gang. They burned down the 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 brush. It's dry, too dry. Yeah, it's too dry. It's a problem. I feel like what you do there is it's like, uh, it's like you know you just leave a poisonous animal in someone's room. And let and na- I mean, there's countless. Yeah, let nature take care of it, mm-hmm. or maybe uh, just take them to the wrong swimming hole, and they get some amoeba up their asshole. And what a game, them. though! Forty plus points, game winner. <gasps> had the entire South Carolina student section chant in. What was it? Just I don't know what they were chanting. Just murder or something. I, they were chanting things in reference to the situation. Yeah. I don't know what they're chanting. And but good on South Carolina, by the way. Yeah. Because Mizzou fans got thrown out of their game against Alabama for shouting something similar. Now, I don't know who did it, but I assume it was one of the Antlers, which is like our notorious student group that yells fucked up shit at the Antlers. They're called the Antlers. Don't know why. Okay. I don't know that we take pride in them, but I do enjoy them. Because you poke? Yeah, they're, they're, poke. they're poking at players. They, ant- they the antle you. They're like the needlers, but antlers they antle you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got thrown out, and then but all of South Carolina they go head first into controversy. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> they got in deep shit before, but they're the only ones that are always there. When when Missouri wins like five basketball games, they're fucking there. Listen, if it's out there, the story's well known. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's yeah. fair game. He's allowed to play because nothing's come out against him. But mm-hmm. like at the same time, like you got to expect this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Bama, I don't see them as, even though they're second in the country right, right now, I don't expect them to overcome this, I guess. I don't see them really being in the final four. You think they're going to be a head case situation now? Especially, a lot of people are going after Nate Oates at this point. I do. Nate Oates is getting some fucking heat for this mm-hmm. because they think he's covering it up and he, quite frankly, hasn't been very eloquent about it. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect an Alabama coach to be eloquent. I don't expect any basketball coach to be. Yeah. Except maybe a few, like the Jay Wrights of the world. Right, right, maybe. right. <laughs> Just Villanova. Maybe a Tony Bennett. Yeah. You know. Right. But in general, they're, they're the exception to the rule, right? Mm-hmm. Like, typically, you don't expect them, like, them to say something smart about something other than basketball. Even Coach K wouldn't expect to handle the situation very well. Coach K would just be, you know what? You know what? What's your major? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't really care that Nate Oates can't talk good, so to speak. But uh, he is... Is this going to affect him? Is he just... Like, I think it's going. the whole situation is going to weigh down on them eventually. Yeah. I think they get bounced probably in like this the is, Sweet 16. This or, isn't like a Kobe situation where you just insulate yourself with basketball. Well... Get even better. That's the whole thing, right? Like Miller can probably only get away from this on the basketball court until the student sections just start like well and you harassing know, him. lucky for him there's not really a student section in the tournament yeah it's pretty it's true pretty dull crowds in the tournament until like because well, the they're four. usually just giant arenas well the first two ra- the first two rounds unless you're playing very close to home i mean it's like half empty and you buy a ticket for the multiple day. games. Yeah, yeah, for the day. So it's just fans of everything. Right. Yeah. Then, like, some 32-year-old who's, like, taking a day off work to just have fun at... The, like, they're not going to be like, Miller! Hey, Miller! Did you kill that guy? Like, they're just, they're just trying to have a beer and watch basketball. Yeah. They're not... Or actually, can, you can't even have fucking beer. Wow. Yeah, you can. You can now? I mean, it depends where you're at, but yeah, you can. 
I've been I've been to the Final Four before, and I wasn't allowed to drink. What Final Four did you go to? Houston. We were literally in Houston last year for the Elite Eight in Sweet Sixteen. Oh, you're right. You can drink you now, can but drink. I think it, it maybe is in San Antonio, but it, it's all, maybe only in certain sections because we were in maybe kind just of a like suite. professional venues. I don't know. I don't know. I, or maybe I'm pretty sure even college venues have gotten over that no drink. They might have changed the rule. Yeah, but several years ago it was that way, which is back when you went to college. Yes, brutal. No, like thirty years ago. Yeah, it was brutal. Fucking sucked. Because you should like if you're not, if you can't drink while watching sports, what's even the point? So you don't think Bama's a Final Four team anymore? Did you think they were before this? Yeah. Like, if you had to pick six teams to make, I would say potentially Bama make a Final would Four. Have a chance to win the Natty, but yeah, I don't. When you have this, just kind of this giant black cloud over your program going into the tournament, even like, I just don't think it's something college kids that are like 18, 19 years old, because they are super young, are going to be able to handle well. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, Miller is not. Like, he's a lottery pick, probably, but he's not, like, some giant household name. He's a stud. I know, but he's yeah. not, like, some major, major household name, right? No, well, now he is. Yeah, well, that's, the, that's, what, that's what I was getting to. Like, this is the brightest the spotlight's ever burned on, on, on him. Right. And that's... It's scary the first time people really, like, look into your life like that. You feel, like, fucking weird. You don't want to leave the house. It's fucking... So maybe he's just in there shooting free throws all day now. Getting that, getting that stroke down. He's dropping forty every day from now on. Maybe, but uh, it's, the, it's just kind of like the lights a candle like under his ass. Yeah, but the fact that um, that news came out, and then a day or two later, South Carolina took him to the wire. Mm-hmm. Not the best I, it, look. That seems to agree with your thesis. It's the, the whole weight of the sports world on you. It's they, they, they're not winning the Natty. Yeah, that's no. I, I. I it's hard for me to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though, from uh, our predictions, what like a month ago was yeah. our last show, however long ago. Team that's really climbing up the charts right now, climbing up the rankings that I predicted. I'm like, dude, look out, my boys in LA, UCLA, McCronin, yeah, UCLA. They're coming on hot. What are they fourth? They're ranked fourth. Ken Palm has them like second. Yeah, they're second in Ken Palm, and they have exactly what you need to win in the tournament. Guard play. And uh, uh, age, right? They're veteran. Yeah. And, in- interestingly enough, the number two defense in the country, defense travel. That makes sense because it's our boy Cronin. Dude, Mick is a defense. What I mean, a hire, by the way. What? Like, of, <laughs> you th- when that job opened up, UCLA, you're like, oh, they need like a big name. Flashy, flashy sexy. Flashy, sexy LA. No. Mick Cronin. <laughs> you take the little Irish elf boy with no hair. Who had to take a year off coaching basketball for what? When he for health issues. Oh, Remember that's that? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Cincinnati. Yeah, like he wasn't even allowed to watch games. Oh, because it fucked with him. Because he was just he would get so stressed out. He was an angry elf. Like they do you all remember are. his at Cincinnati. Like he was a screamer. Mm-hmm. He was. He, you know, L.A. He, has mellowed him out. Yeah, probably because he has a lot more talent. His Cincinnati teams were really good. Right, but it's just so much easier to recruit True. through UCLA. You know who else was like that at Cincinnati? Brian Kelly. Remember what? Remember how much Brian Kelly used to fucking scream? Every fucking Tuberville. You have uh, even Luke Fickle. They're yeah. all just mad people. But I mean, like, I think it's the city that really changes you. Cincinnati does it yeah. too, yeah. 
It's, it's like um, the best cuisine we have here is just dog shit chili. Chili on noodles. It's, nope. it's, nope. it's delicious. I like it a lot. It's, a, you know, I'm sure if I grew up on it, I would like it. I mean, I didn't grow up. Oh, I guess I... You, know, you grew did? up on comparable food, yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati and St. Louis both have similar... Uh, One in the same. ...food uh, cultures. I actually prefer the Cincinnati barbecue. <laughs> and pizza. Um, yeah, they. I mean, they still have Jamie Jacquez and... and Tiger Campbell, like they are, uh, how old? Yami Yakis. Yami, whatever. He's Jamie. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, um, pretty good experience wise. Top third of the NCAA. And, Plus, and, I'm just going to ride with a dude named Tiger, you know? Tiger Campbell, he's the type of dude that, like, just becomes, like, a legend in the tournament. And he already has once, kind of. Like, he yeah. Had, but, like, the hair. Well, he's got the big hair. He, Dumps in points. He's super efficient from three, I believe. Like he has got it. He's got it at all. He's the kind of guy you want running your running point for your team in the tournament. Yeah, I agree with that fully. And he's also like he's never going to be an NBA player. Like he's five eleven, right? So it's just like the perfect. Like get as much eligibility you can as yeah. you can. Bring yeah. him back. I'm sure, especially with all these different like COVID. I don't know if you just like tack on an additional year, how many years of eligibility you do get, but I'm sure you can get Tucker Campbell till he's 25. Probably. Yeah. Just a fucking Stetson Bennett situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll, he's going to be there forever. Who is the Kansas dude that was like the dude at KU who seemed like he was there for 40 years and also looked 40 years old? I always forget his name. From like the early 2000s? You would think so, but it was only it was like the this past decade. Mm, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, the name well, it doesn't is matter. Escaping me right now. Yeah, dude. No, uh, UCLA, UCLA is dope. And by the way, you know who else I like a lot now that I'm like really, it's really, really growing on me is um, Marquette. Mm, yeah, it's a perfect situation for uh, Shaka Smart, dude. Shaka. Small school, no pressure. Yeah. He's got talent because Marquette, you know, they got dudes. They got dudes, and it's so fun. Like they, they're the number three offense in the country, and they like they're fit. They're they are efficient as fuck, and it's the, they're an interesting team because like Missouri's kind of this way too, and I think a lot of teams that that rely heavily on um, fast pace do this, where like their defense suffers a little bit because they're kind of like one foot out the door trying to get back to the other end of the court, so they're. Yeah, they're not necessarily locked down, slow pace, um, but the one thing they do well on de- or defensively is they turn other people over a lot. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on the Big East this year because Villanova's down. Yeah, but I mean UConn went through that tough stretch, but they're they're back. back. They're back. UConn's man. back. Yeah, uh, <coughs> Creighton's back. Creighton had a really tough stretch, and now they're just like, oh no, they might be like the best starting five in the country. Like, yeah, not super deep, right? But like. Five on five. It's solid. It's solid for Craig. Could be a good. This could be a good march for the Big East. Could be. I Nova. I like, and you know, usually offensive teams, if they're at, like, or one thing I are not Nova. One thing I like about Marquette, Marquette too is, unlike Alabama, who I also do like, but they're not. They're not really three point reliant. Marquette is. Yeah. So a cold shooting night is not necessarily as troublesome for them as it would be for. Bama, basically, mm-hmm. where Bama's just got to like shoot their way out of a problem. <sighs> Yikes! 
didn't even mean to do that, to be honest. But well, yeah, no. Everyone just keeps uh, posting clips from that game where the announcer is like, "I can't believe the announcer said this." And it's like, dude, that's just like a common basketball term, right? What, what are you, you talking about? You, you can't say shoot now in yeah. a basketball game, right? Find the open shooter, right? Yeah, like that's. I, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not. I'm not. You can't do that. No, you can't. That's It'd be impossible insane. to call a basketball game yeah. without saying some of this shit. Will you just change it to throw? I'm sure that's what they called it in like 1902. Oh, what a throw! Right up at the old peach basket. What a stupid who? Who decided to not cut a hole in the peach basket? A Canadian. Naismith should get no credit for that game. Yeah. Oh, you created it? Cool. But like... Like barely. Yeah. It really... Basketball didn't become basketball until the ABA merger. That's your take? Can yeah. you sticking with it? Mm-hmm. Okay. 100%. Before that, it was just kind of some weird situation. I mean, even the like... Who was the... Like, the, even like Wilt highlights from like college and, and early NBA days and stuff like that. Like, that sport is a joke. I love Wilt. I know. I'm just saying. It's not and Wilt. I, lo- I love that Wilt. I believe he uh, played basketball under an alias when he was 16. He played pro basketball before yeah. he played college. Yeah. Under an alias. and uh, But like not like pro pro, like Barnstormer no, he, he, pro. He played for like, uh, yeah, like middle of nowhere Pennsylvania right. semi-pro basketball. Right, right, right. But do- paid. dominated at 16. Yeah. I'm sure he was huge. There was like this whole... There, we need to do a softcore history on that, but there's a... Just like, I forget what his alias was, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it's like Joey Freshwater style. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, next up, I want to talk about this. I've never seen this before. Uh, did you watch the video in this outline? Nope. Okay. Well, you can do that if you want. You guys can look this up online. Um, three Florida fans sitting courtside ejected from the game for... Essentially, like, low-key uh, NFL defensive holding on him as he tried, as a Kentucky player fell into them and then tried to get back up and rejoin the play. They just held him. Yeah. <laughs> For how long? Uh, I mean, you, I guess you can watch the video. It here. didn't really help. Kentucky blew the doors off him, right? Yeah, Kentucky's playing for spot. Look at this. Here it is. Yeah. Hold on, you'll see. He kind of, like... Nope. Oh, I'm pointing. Oh, I'm pointing. Nah, uh, yeah, they kind of get in his way. Not too bad, but yeah. I told it's like it, it's like a sly defensive holding mm-hmm. in in the in the NFL. So you know what I mean? Like it's yep. just like a little jersey tug just to slow him down. Like it's not you're you're familiar with those. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Something you're specifically referencing, or no? I don't know. No. Just, but uh, yeah, he. I've never seen that happen before. What do you think? What do you think of that? Is that is that fair game for the fans, or was it too far? Now, now again, if they straight up like held him down or whatever, but it was like a, you know, like in beer pong, like you're a piece of shit if you're like trying to distract him, like hands over the cuts, can't hit it. But a lot of people do. Rob, we're in our thirties. Why are we referencing beer pong? I don't know. I haven't played it in like fucking six years, but it's just I'm trying to think like sly ways to get around being a cheap bastard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, what you do, you put your hand in your pocket right before they shoot. Just distract them. Change their line of sight just yeah, a little bit. dick out. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I would just be like, keep it out. But only shaft. Put it on the cup. It's classy. It's kind of like... Uh, you put the middle out, like you can nod cleavage, it. Yeah. 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 That's not a bad idea. No head. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the head. 
Mm-mm. Would you even? I wouldn't even be that disturbed if I saw someone's penis, but it, like if I saw like your Georgia's penis, but it was just like middle to base. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's the head that really. Because you know, sometimes less is more. I say that all the time to your wife. Yeah, yeah. About penis, about my penis, and just general effort. Uh, yeah, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Her weight. You know, yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Less is more. Less is always more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say we though, have a healthy marriage. Um, <laughs> if you are courtside, you should be able to trip. <laughs> just full stick out. That's like a Spike real. Spike Lee should be able to. Yeah. Have been able to trip Reggie Miller. Yeah, that's a real home court advantage. And don't get me started on Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, the most overrated basketball player ever. I, I know you hate Reggie Miller. UCLA, he's like UCLA a, legend Reggie Miller. He's a a scorer, but I believe he averaged less than twenty points a game. In, but in that era, <laughs> even for that era, no. Jordan was putting up thirty a game. Like fuck off. Yeah, on, on thirty shots a game. Yeah, <laughs> we do overlook that a lot. They'll be like, sometimes they'll post clips like, "Oh, Jordan scored fifty uh, points this game," and it'll be on Twitter, and it'll be like thirty, or it'll be like uh, twenty-two for fifty-five. Right. And it's like, oh, he took fifty-five shots. Fuck. Yeah. Kobe did that a lot too. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get me the ball. Because I'm not going to score 50 if I don't touch the ball the whole game. Every possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iverson did that, too. Yeah. Iverson would take like 40 shots a game, 50 nobody, shots a game. Nobody valued efficiency. Efficiency doesn't get, doesn't get asses in the seats. Mm-hmm. Big gaudy numbers, too. Although, baseball has the opposite problem, right? They're like, we don't care if you strike out. Just hit, swing hot and hit dingers. And now everybody's like, this sucks. You can thank Ryan Howard for that. Kind of. <laughs> all he could do or not really chris davis or howard was before chris davis i know but chris davis is like the uh He's perfect example proto. yeah he is the arch archetype of that um but i'm down with this if you do it slyly if you're just like if you or what you really should do if a player falls into you and the, but the play is live or whatever <clears throat> you can't probably do what he did but let him fall into you, and then just act like a big old dumb klutz. You know what I mean? You're like, whoop, sorry. I whoop. Mean, what you should do is just hit the Buffalo Wild Wing button <coughs> and just let chaos happen. Okay. Going to overtime, man. Or every fan, like fan base, gets one interaction a game. <laughs> like you can do whatever you want, but it's, you get one. But not for free. Like the if the, the athletes can. Oh, they can. Ron Artest you, you know yeah, what I mean? for sure. Yeah. But, you know, you're, you're willing to take that risk. You're allowed to maybe grab them, throw a foot out. Right. Maybe even go in and swat a guy on a fast break. On a fast break, or better yet, uh, a really crucial late game free throw. Mm-hmm. Honestly, how many people, unless you, like, literally picked, like, a, a former high school basketball player, like, if you just had to pick a person out of the crowd, how many people whiff? on blocking that free throw no you don't even have to do that you just go up from behind as they shoot the free throw and just nut tap them oh yeah all right that's better just grace and allen them mm-hmm. then they turn around and just beat the shit out of them. oh but yeah 
There are some- the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Certain games, though, where I would take that trade. Mm-hmm. Where I would happily just get pummeled by Oscar Shibway. <laughs> I would do it for the Sixers. I don't, I don't know if I would do it for UCF. Like, we're not good enough. Yeah. I would do it for Missouri. I don't have an NBA team, really, so I would do it for Missouri. And uh, after watching the Sixers last night beat Memphis, uh, I am convinced that we're going to complete the hat trick. We're going to go to the finals, and we're going to lose. <laughs> it is uh, our destiny. I mean, what, where are you guys in the East right now? What place? I think we're like top three. Okay. Was it Boston? It might be us next. I forget. I mean, but... who else is there? Miami? Um, Brooklyn was there. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn's dead. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. The East, uh, the Bucks, maybe the Bucks too. Yeah, <clears throat> it's open enough, I guess. If if Embiid is healthy, he is kind of. He doesn't have to be healthy now. Harden's just, been playing really well, though. Either way, people forget it's not an NBA show. And then, uh, last but not least, before we get into the picks, um, I read something interesting. Rick Barnes has some interesting recruiting tricks that I did not know about. What's that? Uh, literal tricks. Oh, he's he's a magician. He performs magic tricks. Tennessee's Rick Barnes performs magic tricks uh, tricks when he's recruiting. This is an indictment of Knoxville. <laughs> this is the whole fucking state, really. <laughs> Rick Barnes is doing magic tricks to get recruits. Yes, he'll like go into your house. Pull, uh, literally, this is what I. And you know, the, uh, there's an interesting wrinkle to this. You know who who released this information? Who leaked this information? Coach Cal. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Granted, I mean, if there's ever a, a section of the population that reacts well to magic, it's basketball players. <laughs> I mean, you, the David Blaine videos mm-hmm. prove this alone. Mm-hmm. Was he, I've only seen him do it. It was at the Lakers one. It was like Anthony Davis and LeBron. He was doing tricks for them. Did he do it for someone else? I don't know. There's just not even real David Blaine videos, but yeah. David Blaine parodies. <laughs> That should be like pretty David funny. Blaine in, in the mean streets. <laughs> David Blaine just needs to shoot himself in the head at one point and then walk back into the room and be like, oh, yeah, what's, what's going on? He doesn't even do magic now. He does like uh, just stunts. Remember he went up in like the up balloon? Yeah, I know. I Shit, like, what if David Blaine got shot down by the U.S. government? It was a magic trick gone horribly <laughs> wrong. I mean, that, there's a decent chance. Like, yeah, locking yourself in a box for two days is not magic that's just what aaron Rodgers. well you know that um balloon that got shot down over canada Mm -hmm. you know it was a it was just like a like a hobbyist group right yeah i'm sure it was just some nerds yeah they had made i believe six trips around the the world they're going for a seventh and uh our government's like nah nah Nah. where they go north to south they're going over the poles Mm -hmm. oh that's fun but just you know just a hobbyist group yeah people always want to go left to right People don't go up and down enough. I know. We haven't really followed through on that story. So, yeah. A lot of people just kind of forget about that. Not UFOs, just a group of fucking nerds. Yep. Of course it's balloon nerds. Why would it be anything else? 
A nice little like we're just gonna have an F sixteen shoot down a kite at some point. <laughs> Probably like a four hundred thousand dollar missile. Yeah, to shoot down riddled, child's riddled with missiles toy. and bullets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rick Barnes will pop into a house, do card tricks for him, pull a quarter out of their mom's ear. That plays. That plays though. Which I assume, now that I think about it, that's that's how you get recruits nowadays. Do you think pulling a quarter out of a recruit's ear was illegal prior to nil? Like you could get NCAA sanctions. They would have to be like, where did that quarter go? Yeah, I, I need full tracking on that quarter. You can't. You can pull it out of the ear, but you can't give it to him. Right. Yeah. He can't touch it at any point. Mm-mm. And like, what if, what if the only way Rick Barnes could get out of recruiting violations was to explain how he did the trick, but he wouldn't explain because he's a magician. Right, and he doesn't want to break magician code. Yeah. So Tennessee just gets recruited. That's why Sean Miller got in so much trouble, you know? The magician's code. Mm -hmm. He made $100,000 disappear. (laughs) Wouldn't say how the trick was done. DeAndre Ayton, I don't know how he got it. Where'd that bag come from? Can't tell you. I'm a a magician. I like that excuse. More people should probably do it. You don't have to anymore, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, that would have been the perfect... uh, I'm just a magician, man. Yeah. (laughs) Magician first, coach second. Uh, real quick, before we get into this week's picks, let's talk about our sponsor, where we make these bets. It's at mybookie.com. Go to mybookie.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposit up to $1,000. So if you put in $500 and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS, they will give you a free $500 to also bet with. You can do that with $20 if you're a, you know, a bitch, uh, or you can go all the way up to $1,000, whatever. It's free money. Free money. They'll match your first deposit up to $1,000 with the promo code Drinking Bros. That is where we make all of our gambling picks, not just in basketball, but your golf picks. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. that show yesterday or two yep. days ago? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. How's that going? You know, we got a guy in the mix, kind of. All right. All right. Kind of. Slow start, but I, I, I have faith in you this year. Uh, I don't. <laughs> How's that making twenty five grand on the year? You know, uh, I think we need to make twenty eight grand now. <laughs> <laughs> so not great all right okay uh but yeah mybookie.com is where we place those bets whether it's on football golf basketball baseball future bets uh you can bet on presidents current events all kinds of stuff like that so go to mybookie.com use the promo code drinking bros to get you drinking bros to get you some free money uh first up last week or last month whatever our last show uh, we both went two five and one on our picks that that week. Great. So we our records are we're hot. Yeah, holding steady for the season. I'm nine eight and one. You're eight nine and one. So neck and neck there. Neither of us are in the money. I'm up over five hundred, but that's not really probably. It's probably not plus money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Plus, we both had TCU against Kansas this week. Yeah, we did. We did get that pick wrong as well, which I felt kind of foolish about. Even though, like, you're like, well, I'm not. I pick them for the home team. I'm taking it, but it just Kansas is fucking. Yeah, but they're yeah, a train right now. Well, Kansas probably is the favorite to win the Natty, right? I'll check on that real quick. I I'll go to say. I'll go to mybookie.com and check the current, which odds. is crazy because they had to replace seventy percent of their scoring from last year. Yeah, but they got Dick. Yeah, they do got Dick. Grady Dick. Dick. It's just such he's such a Kansas like Duke type of white guy. Um. I don't think Kansas and Duke have similar white guys. I don't see them that way. I know you do as a Mizzou fan, but like Duke white guys on another level. It's not Kansas white guys fine. 
check it out. If Kirk Heinrichs played for Duke, he'd be one of the most hated college basketball players of all time. But check it out. He played for Kansas, <laughs> so he's not. Because uh, people like Kansas. I like Kansas. So the current odds have Kansas as the third favorite. Really? Houston's uh, the favorite. Uh, why? I know you hate Houston. Um, Alabama's still the second favorite, and actually their odds have gotten better than when I bet them. I put $100 on them when they were uh, plus 1,000. They're mm-hmm. plus 900 now. What's my uh, preseason bet of Illinois at? Uh, I don't even see them on here. Probably worse odds than I had. Yeah. Uh, Kansas is plus 950. They opened the season at plus 1150, so they got better. Purdue is the fifth bet. I mean, just get that the fuck out of here. No, thank you. Uh, good odds on UCLA, plus 1400. Okay. Take that, lay 100 on that. Um, I might do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know... I don't really see anything else that interesting off the top of my head. You got UConn plus 2,000. 20 to 1, although not, you know, the best style for the tournament. Yeah. When you have two bigs as your guys. Yeah. Uh, Interesting one. Another team with a lottery pick who is underrated, I think, this year and overlooked because of the depth of the conference, but Baylor also 20 to 1. Meh. They got a lotto pick. It's a good fucking team. Scott Not Drew. Fraud, fraud championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> Until last year, Scott Drew had the same number of championships as fucking Bill Self. Yeah, but it was a bubble championship, so that doesn't uh, count. The entire NCAA tournament is a bubble tournament. Not true. <laughs> Even more so. I don't, re- I don't recognize LeBron's bubble championship, and I don't re- recognize Baylor's bubble You know what? Not recognizing the bubble championship is honestly fine. I don't even care about Although, that. like, that was by far Gonzaga's best chance to win a natty. And far and away. What a team. And they just squandered that shit. Absolutely they just got boat- shit the bed. They got boat raced in the first, like, seven minutes of that game. And, it was, and never no. came. I mean, Baylor just, Baylor just slit their throats. Punched I mean, them just, in the fucking face. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. Um, speaking of Baylor, let's get into this week's picks. First up, we have Texas at Baylor. Baylor is a two-point favorite at home. Give me the Longhorns. Like them horns? Plus two. Plus two. All right. I'm taking Baylor, man. I, I think... God, the Big 12 is such a fucking slugfest. Like, it's... I know. Texas might have a chance to make the the tournament now. Uh, Yeah. They easily could. They were, like, easily the worst team in the conference for a long time and then they kind of switched place with oklahoma yeah i mean on a bit of a run they've got some work to do 16 and 12 is not exactly an ideal record and what five and ten in uh conference yeah something like that. so they're gonna have to get to i think 19 or 20 wins they went on an eight game losing streak yeah they're gonna have to win 20 games i don't think you can let them in under 20 wins so they're gonna need to do if they do work in the big 12 tournament They'll be all right. And honestly, a lot of the Big Twelve, a lot of the Big Twelve teams, like the the turn, that Big Twelve tournament is kind of meaningless to them. Like you want to win the tournament, obviously, but like you're in, yeah, you know, what like six or seven teams are in from that conference, probably of the ten. I believe eight. Lenardi Maybe had eight. eight last time. Yeah. Oh. Um. So yeah, it's you know I'm gonna take Baylor though. Next up, huge rivalry game. 
one of the biggest rivalry games of the year because both teams are actually good. And the little brother might actually be the better team this year. St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Mm. Gonzaga, a two-point home favorite. St. Mary's might be the better team. St. Mary's? Are we sleeping on St. Mary's? We are sleeping. I think we are sleeping on St. Mary's. By the way, still ranked under Gonzaga. Uh, Ken Palm loves them. I want to find it again. St. Mary's is the eighth team in Ken Palm. Okay. Um, are we sleeping on Gonzaga at all? No. Gonzaga's properly rated, probably. Maybe overrated. Well, properly rated still makes them like the 13th best team in the country. Yeah, but not like a national championship contender. Yeah, but I mean, they could still sneak a Final Four. Yeah, I don't see it this year. I don't either, but a team, that's like a two or a three seed. I'm going to say they get bounced weekend one. It wouldn't shock me. And with the right matchup, I might pick it. Like, no question. I just, you know, Gonzaga, no one's talking about him this year. We have an angry Drew Timmy. That means nothing. Ready to finally get his, finally win it. Cool. You can score 35 points in the game where you lose by 10. (laughs) So who do you like here? St. Mary's or Gonzaga? I'll take St. Mary's. Okay. St. Mary's uh, did beat Gonzaga at home. The Zags took him to overtime. It was 78-70. But yeah, I mean, St. Mary's, this is an old team, veteran team-ish. I mean, they do have a freshman starting at the two, but otherwise it's seniors and juniors. Um, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting team. I like this team. Uh, I am going to take St. Mary's as well. Actually, no. I'm taking the Zags. I think Drew Timmy wins his final game. When I zig, you zag. Yeah. Yeah. I think Drew Timmy wins his final game against their rival. Not really. At home, blah, blah, blah. It's probably senior night, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Next up, big, big game for the aforementioned Red Raiders. TCU coming to Lubbock. Tech's a one-point favorite. Give me Tech. I think Tech needs it more. Tech needs it a lot. I mean, TCU's in. Yeah, but TCU's also not... They're what, like 19-10, 19-11? Yeah, but they're, they're, uh, they are they're are 18-10. Yeah, they can't, they can't lose too many games. They can't lose board. too many games, but I mean, like, they have a neutral court win over Iowa, um, a way win over Utah, I and then look, good. I mean, they beat... Also, Utah... Oops. Yeah, that's a top. That's a top sixty team. It's a Q one win. It's a, it is a Q one win, I believe. Um, if not, it's a Q two win, which is still good. I mean, they beat Baylor at Baylor. They got wins. They beat Kansas at Kansas. Okay, they have the resume. They have the resume yeah. to do it. They have been kind of shitty lately. They've lost what five of their last six. Not great. I'm taking Tech too. I because Tech Tech is not getting in if they don't win this game. I don't they got to win this game. Yeah. yeah. So I'm taking Tech. I like that, and their crowds gonna be up for that. Next up, another sort of uh, bubble team that probably needs as many wins as they can get. Certainly at home, you don't want to drop a home game. Although they're and they're playing maybe a comparable, comparable team to TCU. Auburn at Kentucky. Kentucky's a two point favorite. Big Blue Nation wants to get off the bubble. Stand up, Kentucky. Yeah, I like Kentucky here too. I think is Kentucky really on the bubble? Uh, let me check Lenardi's. I think they're pretty comfortably in at this point. They kind of turned around. They did. 
Let's see. Lenardi last updated it. Oh, today, this morning. Um, they appear to be off the bubble. Yeah. They were on the bubble not that long. Did you know ago. you could take a... He used to teach bracketology at Villanova. That's so awesome. I would have fucking taken that in a heartbeat. But it wouldn't be one of those classes. It's just a statistics class. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have gotten really bored. And then his daughter went... Uh, she, she was uh, classmates with my sister in high school. Ooh. He's a Philly guy? Mm-hmm. I know. Lenardi, that's very... It's mm-hmm. an East Coast name. Lenardi. Fucking Italians and Irish everywhere. 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 Yeah. Which I am Irish, so it's fine. And it makes sense Villanova. I mean, Wright, Jay Wright would have to have one or two Italians on every squad. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, Kentucky's an eight seed right now. Can, oh, my God. Fuck. All right. This is what Lenardi's projection is. It probably won't shake out this way. But let's say Kentucky stays relative. Where they are. Yeah. Eight seed. Their one seed is Purdue. <laughs> They're beating Purdue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sheepway just butt fucks Edie all day oh, in the second yeah. round. Oh, yeah. I would I would Get pick... your seven, eight ass out of here, yeah. Zach uh, Edie. Oh, my God. If if I got a Kentucky-Purdue second round matchup with Kentucky as the eight seed, I 100% would be picking Kentucky. Yeah. Like, without question. On every single bracket. Yeah. yeah. How fucking pissed would you be if you were a Purdue fan and that, that's your... And Kentucky's draw in the first round is Boise State, according to Lenardi. So, I mean, that'll change, but... Yeah, and Boise's pretty meh. Yeah. They got shooters. <laughs> they go cold all nights. Kentucky would handle them. Kentucky would dominate them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about that. Oh, my God, please give me that. Give me that freebie. That would just be... And because, you know, there's some section of the, you know, population of anyone you're competing against in the bracket would have... Purdue is a Final Four team. Mm-hmm. Kind of the dummies. Like, they're like, oh, Purdue, they're pretty good. That guy's huge. Final Four. Gone. Second round, no question. Without saying this, Purdue wins the Natty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably. <Even> probably. <laughs> no, they get bounced the first weekend yeah. by Kentucky. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be yeah. so fucking funny. Uh, next up, <clears throat> this is a bubble team. Texas A&M going to Mississippi State. Mississippi State's the bubble team, not A&M. Um, Mississippi State, minus one. Uh, Lenardi has them as last four in right now. Okay. Tech is squarely off the bubble, or A&M is squarely off the bubble, although they were on the bubble well, for a while. Well, they're a top 25 team, right? Yeah, they are now, yeah. But, I mean, they're doing all of their work in conference. They were awful out of conference. So, bizarre situation. But Mississippi State, a win over A&M would go a long way. Even if it's a home win, I believe it would be quad one. Yeah, I'll take Mississippi State. Um, I'm going to A&M. A&M has just been, like, out of their... F- fucking minds in conference uh, i i know it's a road game and everything but like my god I, I don't know what got into that team buzz williams has him buzzing <laughs> i guess i it's yeah. it's wild man <clears throat> um next up is this another bubble team it is another bubble team and they're on the wrong side of the bubble virginia going to north carolina North Carolina is a two-point favorite at home against the Cavs. Where the fuck is North Carolina in all this? What do you mean? Like, are they going to make the tournament? Lenardi has him as his first four out. Oof. That's, that's tough. Because if they make the tournament, they'll be, what, like a nine or a ten? Yeah. Usually a team like North Carolina, like, you don't... 
They'll have to do the. Uh, you don't well, drop to like a 13 seed, right? They like, never do. Yeah, so right. like you could play in that like 11 playing game. Mm-hmm. That you really don't go lower than 11 if you're a power five or power six team. You're either in 11 or you're out. <laughs> essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, they need this win. I mean, they're they're on the outside looking in right now. I don't think their resume is that good. It's not. Like, They've underachieved significantly, especially since I brought everybody back from the championship. Team. I know, right? They're 17 and 11. I don't know if they have a single quad one win. Is this where they flip a, flip some type of switch? They keep thinking they can. They literally, they don't have a single quad one win. I don't know that they've only got maybe one or two quad two win. They have a dog shit resume. Um and even some of their wins that looked like it might have been good earlier in the year, Ohio State, Michigan. Terrible. T- trash now. Um, they play Virginia and Duke in two of their last three games. Both of them are at home. There's right. no fucking way they're getting in without winning both of those games. I think they win both. You think they win both? I think they win both. I think Virginia handles business. Where is Virginia in the top 25? They're, they're, they're ranked sixth. Ken Palm doesn't love them, but they are ranked sixth in the AP. Mm-hmm. So probably a little... Brand, they got, you know, got brand recognition yeah, at this a little, point. A little overranked maybe because, because they're ACC, but the ACC low-key stinks this year. It's better than it was last year. Yeah, true. And Miami's really good. Mm-hmm. I think Miami's a good team. Um, Clemson's good. Yeah. But it's all like the randos that are good. All the powers are not there essentially right. florida states in the fucking toilet i don't know what happened there it's weird it's weird it's because dennis gates isn't there anymore that's why yeah yeah mizzou and mizzou uh next up i found this one fascinating in terms of like this is the type of game where i'm like well that's free money and then i lose it yep but i still am gonna be like i can't believe this line and i'm smashing it okay florida at vanderbilt Vanderbilt's a one-point favorite. Oh, give me Vandy. Taking Vandy? Why? You think Florida's, Florida's not good. Florida's pretty good. No, they're not. Man, have you paid attention to Florida recently? They stink. Uh, They're not in. That's for sure. They're certain. definitely not in. They're like 500. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were a little better than that. No, not really. Yeah, they're 14 and 14. They did... They just got worked by Kentucky a little bit. They lo- they got worked by Arkansas. I can't believe Missouri lost these assholes. They started out really good, and then yeah, they've kind of just stunk. Yeah, that I mean, Florida's not very good. Vanderbilt, meanwhile, fifteen and thirteen action, actually a better record than than Florida. I'm still taking Florida. Okay. I'm sticking with my gut on this one. Florida isn't untalented. And I like their coach a lot. I forget his name. I used to do those at USF, San Francisco, mm-hmm. not uh, South Florida. Um, I'll take Florida here. Last up, your boys, the Mighty Mix, UCLA at Colorado, mm-hmm. a six-point favorite. Does this feel like a double-digit win for them? Yes. I agree. I agree. They're, in, they're going into fucking... You know they're they're starting to hit their stride going into the tournament. Mm-hmm. I think UCLA is. I'm gonna as soon as I get off air, I'm gonna put money on like 200 bucks on UCLA to win the Natty. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad call. I mean, they have one of the best coach. What would you put McCrone in top ten, top five coach in the country at this point? Top five. Okay, I mean, he doesn't have a ring, but 
All right, so but he's, who does? But right. he, yeah, Bill Scott Self, Scott Drew, Scott Drew, Cal. That it? Because Jay Wright's gone. Roy Williams gone. Yeah, Coach K's gone. Yeah. Oh, Bennett, Tony Bennett, <laughs> Beheim, but Beheim is not. <laughs> Beheim is off that list. Beheim's trying. I think he's trying to like get removed from uh, the program. He is trying to get fired. Like it's like office space. Like he's not do. You know what I mean? It's like, weird because you just resign, man. I know he has like a de facto lifetime contract at Syracuse, though. Right. And he just and he. I mean, he wanted to coach till Buddy was gone. Buddy's gone. What are you doing? What do you? Yeah. Why are you staying? Is he just afraid of retirement? Maybe he's afraid to stop moving. Well, maybe too much movement. He, didn't, he ran someone over, right? Yeah, he, ki- he killed someone out of his car. But you know what? The guy was crossing the interstate at night. So, I don't much put that on Bayheim. Like, don't it's cross... Like hit, it's like hitting a deer. He, kinda. Like a deer that knows better. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> Not- There's a lot of people that have just like... A lot of people in the, the public spotlight that have hit others with their vehicles. I mean, you know, you get enough people. I guess. You get enough famous people, a couple of them are going to, just statistically, a couple are going to murder someone with their car. Mm-hmm. That's just statistics, baby. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, well, that's all I got this week for the picks. We will be back with a, uh, you know, actual uh, weekly show of this next week. Things Maybe. are getting hot. We have a We're not going to promise anything. Yeah. We, we have a week and a half before the conference tournaments. Um, which we'll do a show for that. Maybe we'll just watch the games. Yeah, but I mean, those are hard to bet. Like live. Yeah, those are hard to bet beforehand, though. Conference tournament games. Yeah. It's, they're so unpredictable. We should get a bracket going, though, for Drinking Bros. We do, every year. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. There will be a bracket. There will be a bracket competition. Um, I kind of want to do, though, We I think we usually do it f- just for like a jersey, but I think we should get a money bracket going as well no it should be for jersey i'm gonna do both we're not gonna run an illegal gambling operation and it's who's coming down on us for that well we're not gonna do it officially is what i'm saying okay okay we're not putting it on the record okay Rob. all right it's off we're not doing it anymore that's that's a bad idea terrible idea never again wink, wink. anyway make your gambling picks at mybookie.com uh Drinking Bros doubles your deposit. Yeah, we'll be back next week with more picks and stuff like that. Obviously, there will be a bracket competition uh, that we do every year for the. It is for like a basketball jersey. It was one year's Allen Iverson Georgetown, right? Yeah, yeah, that was last year, I think. Um, so yeah, check that out for Dan Register. I'm Rob Fox. Later, later. <laughs>